Welcome into episode 235 of Kate's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today... Um, new music today. I've got new music today. And I'm just going to pass it back to change. So today I've got fabric postcards, I've got what's crap, and I've got the Mimi back into September. Oh, it's going down now. It's supposed to be energetic. It's called energetic. Uh, if you're cleaning just now, give it a bit of scrub. Into it. <laughs> okay, I think that'll do. Ah, twiddly twiddly music for copyright free. It's lovely, isn't it? Anyway, how are you listeners? I'm very well. I've been back to work and trying to get back into that kind of routine. I've um, been busy doing gardening and stuff. When I say stuff, it's not exciting. It's like really dull, boring stuff. And apologies because the dog will be whiffing. I don't quite know what he's whiffing at. I've already had to redo this before. Um, I think it was the neighbour. So... Oh, it's the delivery van for next door. Ah, oh, that's why. How exciting when you're a dog to woof at the delivery vans, eh? So I was just trying to get back into routine of being at work and at home and um, I didn't have more me to give to you, so apologies for that. Um, and when I'm in that kind of fail, I don't want to it on to you and I hope that you're a bit the same as well you know not that I don't think I should share my problems but if I don't have enough of me I'm not gonna try and take on anything extra so I say no and that's what I'm meaning um and my note to this was no to podcasting I did uh, set myself up to do podcasting. I was all for it. I'd listened back to the last episode and I was like, oh yeah, I've got a podcast. I've got the bit, bits and pieces to say. And then Afghanistan got taken back over by the Taliban and I thought, oh, no, I don't really feel like doing anything trivial just now. So I didn't. And then again, I got back into the routine of work, home, garden, running. So uh, yeah, that's where I've been. Um, so fabric postcards, I have received mine. Thank you, Jeanette. I've recorded this already and I can't remember if I actually said this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I'm going to repeat myself if I have. Yeah, I've got one from Jeanette so far and it's got lovely bee fabric on. Mona bees. And I'm, I've done my, but as I said, I've kind of, I was doing other stuff and I know I should have done this but I hadn't posted them so I have got them ready to go out today tomorrow or the next day and they will go out I don't want to tell you exactly what I did other than I used the sewing machine I got some um, lengths of fabric and I sewed them on and then got some card and used the overlocker to overlock the card on 
Mine are actually going to go in envelopes rather than be proper postcards because of... I don't want them to go through the sorting mills that they have, you know, the automated factory thing that the post goes through in case they get stuck because there's bits that might get stuck. And I, that would be a shame to spoil the postman's day having to fix it. I don't want my work to get ruined and I don't want other people's posts to be delayed. <laughs> so they were made with love. They were just not made with dedicated going to the post office to get extra stamps. Love. Um, sorry. So, yeah. Um, however, when they do come, along with the other posts that I haven't done, um, they will come with my love and hopefully you will feel that when you get them. Because uh, there's nothing nicer than getting some post. Nice post. If it's yarn in the post or if it is a letter in the post. Um, because then I get to send, if you go, will you send back a letter to America? Because I got one um, from lovely Monica. Hi Monica! I haven't written yours back yet. Um, I need to go and get some more stamps. Easy. So that is on the uh, agenda this week. Right. Uh, here's for my... New division music. Oh, this is time for men, isn't it? Ooh, I feel like I'm watching children's TV. And a little cartoon comes across the screen and it's too happy. Okay, let's embrace this happy. It's a blue sky here, it's a really warm day in Caithness. Let's embrace this blue sky. Let's have some happy. Hope. Sorry, you're not just here to listen to my music, are you? Well, it's not even my music. The reason I changed the music was because, well, and I've listened back to the past couple of episodes, the start of the jingles music, it made a kind of crunchy noise. So I thought, meh, I'm going to change it. So I'm hoping that it's not crunching at the start, although there is a big gap. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining that you've all gone, is she stopped? Is she hung up? Is my internet working? Or is Alexa stopped? Alexa, how are you today? <laughs> That's good. I'm pleased. Right, um, what's crack? My first question is, if you were a barcode, which item would you be? The uh, reason I asked this is because we were doing park run Saturday and somebody has a park run a running t-shirt that has got his barcode and his name on it. And I says to him at the end, does that work? And he says, yeah. And I went, oh, that's quite cool. So then I'm thinking, oh, I quite like one of them. And then I thought, no, I don't actually, because I don't want my name on it. Because, <laughs> whereas, oh, I was going to say, this is going to make stupid. Like, this is Louise's logic, right? I'm just thinking, everybody runs past me because I'm one of the slower runners. And the loop that we have at Thurso Park run, you have to do loops and pretty much everybody passes me on one of the loops to get their three loops and their 5k so <laughs> I don't really want them to all go oh, there's Louise um, but 
But then I'm thinking, well, I saw his because he passed me. So even if I was running fast, I, mean, I would pass him. So there's no logic to that, is there? And then I'm thinking, because I had time, because I was only in the second loop and he was in the third. Um, what barcode would I be then if I was a barcode in a shop? Um, I was just sort of going supermarket because that's the most shoppy barcode thing I was thinking of instead of like a fancy car because don't tend to barcode then. Um, and uh, I decided because <laughs> I was cleaning, I was going to be Sif or Chiff, as I like to call it, because it's underrated, it gets the job done, it makes a good job, and it's necessary. It's toilet cleaner. <laughs> I think I was obsessed to clean my toilet, but I really know. Um, it just it just does a good job. It's Maybe a little bit on the harsh side for chemicals, but um, I don't do it maybe as often as I should. So I feel like my septic tank won't be too upset because it'll get um, diluted enough. I'm quite sure that all the environmentalists out there are going, ha ha ha, that's not enough. Anyway, so if you were a barcode, what item are you? And we're just going supermarket item just now. Then next episode, maybe we could go something else. Ooh, I'm going to write that down. Talk amongst yourself while I play the music. That takes ages to start. Okay, I've, I've written that down. It's quite a short sentence. <laughs> so other things in What's a Crack is a Perth Yarn Fest is coming up very, very soon. It's in the Station Hotel this year and there are some in-house vendors and then there's quite a few still doing it online. I think that this is actually best of both worlds really. Um, the vendors who don't feel that they want to be in, in that environment yet or maybe they just don't have quite enough stock or I don't know what the reason is that you wouldn't attend. Uh, maybe it would save the vendors quite a bit of money I would imagine. Um, that they can get online orders and then you've got your people that are there as well so people have best of both worlds um i've taken the decision i'm, I'm not going to go i don't think i'm quite ready yet for in-house like that because the the want to um hug you all would be too much and i just think it's better if i just keep it no, online. I think I could go online. Um, but if you're going, sorry, if you're hearing a squeak, it's not me um, making windy noises. It's or there's no mouse. It's my trainers are squeaking on the floor, and if there's other noises, it's my chair. <laughs> I have never yet let off, um, let wind free, apart from burping, on my podcast because <laughs> I'm not editing this. Uh, moving on. So if you go to Perth, I miss you. I wish I was there and I do hope that you have the best time and stay safe and to all the vendors hope you sell out. Uh, coming up at the end of this month um, the Murit magazine's first issue is coming out and I am very excited for Alison who is the editor. Chief editor. Hey, I wonder if I should have salute you Alison. Chief. Ah. So I hope that um, she manages to sell out of all the issues that have been printed and I'm looking forward to mine coming. I've 
kind of quite big and probably to actually making a garment um, in crochet and I had a wee flick through all the little videos of uh, I think there was a video and showed you a quick flick through the magazine and showed you what patterns there were so um, I think it's, it's quite exciting that there's such a well thought out uh, high quality crochet magazine coming out and um, because I know Alison met her a couple of times now and I love her mum I love you too Alison though um, <laughs> it's just me and baby and Ruby up the back I'm talking so you can be um, down in front um, sorry I'm, I'm going to keep your mum back because I know she should be helping you but I can't help it um, it's not like the other way around isn't it that we're, we should be like the adulting of the children and it's the other way around with me and baby I just, just can't help it. So, um, I just really wish all the best for Alison and all the many more magazines that we're going to get. Um, I did the Kickstarter for this and I'm just really looking forward to getting that. And recently, when I say about hugging people, and there is a reason I'm saying it, is because recently I met up with two lovely, lovely ladies from America who were doing a tour of the Scottish Islands. And they asked to meet me and we met up at the Castle of May. Um, they were going to go and do the tour of the castle. And we met up for lunch. <laughs> Sadly, we had to sit outside and it wasn't the nicest of days. Um, but uh, it was uh, such a lovely, lovely, sh very short, sadly time. And it totally reignited my um, wanting to meet my lovely yarn friends and the ignition of yarny fumes and seeing what other people are knitting and it, it did help actually because I have over the past I don't know since maybe the pandemic started struggled with my knitting mojo and um I had been knitting quite a bit, and I'll come on to that in the me, me, me section, but meeting these two lovely ladies, um, it just it reignited it. So when I went back, I was like, I'm knitting, I shall knit, and I have been knitting quite a bit since. And um, I don't know how much I can tell you about meeting them. Um, however, when they feel free to bring it information, I will then tell you. But if you are listening, lovely ladies... It was not long enough and I can't wait for you to come back and it was just such a nice time and um, you help with my knitting modules and I, I honestly don't think that there's much better compliment to a knitter or crochet than that. Uh, and I suppose I'll move on to That's What's Crack uh, Intermission Music Tender with your mom or your dad or your granny or your grandma or whoever it was that used to sit with you and watch children's daily, whether it be Bill and Bob. No, it wasn't Bill and Bob. Bill and Ben. Bob and Ben. Bill and Ben. Bob's got to get in there. He was the extra girl for me. Or the clamor. Or uh, Rara, the friendly lion. Or Emil Pagel. That's the saddest one. I think it's a little bit of a favourite one. Oh, it's 64 Julie. 
anything can he try. Like, you little, like Uncle, uh, not Uncle Ben, that's gross. Or Ben's is it, or it is now, thankfully, that one on last. Um, Mr. Ben. It's Mr. Ben that went through the door in the shop and he used to have a venture. Well, I hope you have some nice memories out of our second watching our kiddies programs or Sesame Street programs or something. Or other programs all the way around the world. Oh, it's finished. I've had no messages from people around the world wanting to correspond. Um, hello, people around the world. I'm in Scotland. I'd love to write to you. <laughs> Maybe you just haven't listened to that episode yet. I still live in hope. Right, uh, me, me, me section. I will mention the knitting first, I think. Like I said, I was reignited like a phoenix. Ta-da! Flying with my wings, my phoenix wings. And uh, I finished the Anbud vanilla socks for my husband. And I used West Yorkshire Spinners um, yarn. And it was the usual sock weight yarn. And it was in the candy cane colourway that I bought when I was in Ginger Twist Studios with the very lovely Louise from the very lovely Jessica. And it's Christmas colours. These are the ones I cast on with my mum Christmas Eve. And I finished them, I don't know if it was August or July. But I have a picture of the dog with the socks over him because I tend to use him as a model. Not wearing socks, just he's there, he's very cute. And his dogs go. If you're a dog, not a doggy person, then he's just a dog. But he's a very pretty dog. <laughs> and he can be very annoying, but he's a very pretty dog. Um, and he, I put the socks on top of him and I took a photograph and he's kind of looking at me going, what are you doing? Why are you doing me? And then he's like, oh, you're taking photos. I'm, I'm pretty. Like, this, is, take, this is my best side to do it here. So Richard decided to use these just now for bed socks. <laughs> um, so they live in the bottom of the bed now, or thereabouts. And they get them washed and not blocked, because I don't block my socks. Um, I always see beautiful pictures of, say, Kate of Hawthorne Cottage Craft. I love her pod- video podcast. Um, and sending you my love, Kate. Um don't worry, you're not alone. <laughs> um, and um, the reason I'm saying that is because she's been struggling finding a good place just now. And like I say, she's not alone. There's lots of people who have struggled, and I myself have had my we've had my ups and downs because uh, this is a pandemic, and we are supposed to feel. So if you feel, then own your feelings and don't. Hold back on them. Don't face her. So anyway, um, she has these beautiful sock bloggers. Amongst many, many people who have beautiful sock bloggers. And I always admire Kate's socks when she holds them up. And then I think, well, maybe I should get them. And then I remember um, Easy Knits, when I did his course of how to knit socks, back in the yarn cake. Um, no, sorry, the Glasgow School of Yarn. Oh, and this was when my burns were little. 
And I did, me and my mum did his um, soap netting course, and that's when I met the very lovely Maddie Harvey on that day. See, you should do these things because you never know who you're going to meet. Um, and I said, do you block your socks to John? And he went, no, I just put them on my feet. Obviously, I wash them, but put them on my feet. Can't get better bloggers than that. And I was, oh, that's a good thing. So it saved me money in blogging, but I don't do video podcasts, and I, I use my dog to show them off. And they don't look as beautiful shaped, but the knitting's reasonable, and he's not found any holes or anything wrong with them yet. <laughs> I say yet. He's quite hard on his socks, so I don't hold out much hope. But then I've got my sock wool. I can make him another pair. In fact, I really should just cast on another pair of socks. I did kind of think that I should maybe just keep a couple of um, projects. And I was struggling with the knitting, so I hadn't. So, and part of this is laziness. <laughs> I, well... Part of it is laziness and part of it is, well, if I've only got two projects, then I'm going to do the two projects. But in reality, it kind of wasn't. So, um, yeah. However, I did one day, um, whilst I was procrastinating gardening or painting or something, I went into my stash and I was moving things around and I had a really good look in my stash and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and I found cones of yarn forgotten about them which was telling me that I have got more than enough yarn and I'm like well they don't need to go to buy any more at the yarn festivals um because my queue is quite long and I was, I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed by it to be perfectly honest but then when I was enjoying going through it I was sort of um moving the queue the actual physical queue not a Ravelry crew because I don't really use Ravelry and I'll tell you why. One, because I get sore head. And two, because this phone that I got back in May, I think it was. Maybe even April. Um, I don't know what my password is. <laughs> I've, I actually completely forgot what my password was. And then my laptop died. I've told you that before. Which had the cookies saved. So it would just automatically go in. And... When I changed over my phone, I did write down all my passwords. So then I found out what the password was and went, oh, never have guessed that. Because it wasn't one of my usual ones. It was a complete different one. And um, so I, I could type it into the computer, which was fine, because it was what I was doing was taking all my um, patterns that I'm going to do and or have done and put them onto my Google Drive um, I'd actually really quite enjoyed it, but I couldn't do it as m well. I enjoyed it up to the point I got a sore head, but I really enjoyed looking at my stuff, and it's very handy for my phone because when I was in Inverness, um, I could just open my Google Drive and they were all there. It's not handy like Ravelry for looking up. Well, I've got this much yarn. What can I do with this? You've got to kind of utilise what your books are and stuff. Or fiddle about and have an idea of what you've got. But it's what it is. So I had enjoyed fiddling on with my stash and um, putting on my needles a bit more organised as well. Which was handy because I was struggling to find them. So I then went back to work and was handed 
um, a box and I'm mm, a big box of yarn from somebody whose mother's gone into a home because she's got dementia. So some of that, there's three jumpers worth in there and yeah, I sort of put stuff aside and one of them, uh, the jumpers worth is, was well, all old yarn. My mum picked up and she says, oh, this is old. I've got patterns for this yarn. And it's, I don't know how old it is. And then there's like completely random old bits of yarn there and the old ball that's been taken a bit out of. Two or three balls of the old thing that you couldn't, you could maybe make baby stuff out, but the whole lot was a crock. Some of it had mohair, but the whole lot was a crock. So we were looking at that kind of yarn. So mum was here yesterday and um, I tipped the whole lot onto the floor and I put aside things and says, yeah, I'm definitely going to keep that because I quite like it. And actually it's a jumper's worth in double knit and I really, really want to make another Ama sweater by Maddie Harvey, but for me, because Daisy, I made one for her, but she has since gone out of hers. And she's shown no enthusiasm for another one. So uh, when she's in this mood, there's no point. So I shall selfishly put one in the queue for me. Or if by the time I get to this yarn, she comes back and says, oh, I want that. She can have it. She's not getting the light teal. There's a very light teal aqua blue. don't quite know exactly what colour it is. But it is perfect for a dress I have downstairs that I'll come on to in a second when I talk about the sewing. So I'd been looking for something in that colour in my stash as well and I didn't have quite enough. There was a tiny sample from John Arborn. The last time I did a yarn review, I can't remember what the yarn was now, but it was that teal colour and it would have been perfect. So that that had always been in my head as of like, oh yeah, I could buy that. But I don't need to know. So I'm a cut an idea to make a twiddle muff for the lady if she has dementia because apparently, you know, dementia or they just like to fiddle. It might bring back some memories or some recognition back or even if she just wants to fiddle and then it would be a, I would feel like thankful to her. Because I did see what what would she like, and so she's in a home and she really wouldn't notice. But um, when I go back to work tomorrow, I must remember and say about the twiddle muff because we've made them before, and it would actually use up the balls of yarn that I don't ever, I will never ever use because I don't like it. Um, but I would happily knit it into a twiddle muff for somebody who had given me stuff in the first place. So. Um, mum is currently knitting up baby stuff because the Blythewood boxes are going to be going out kind of soon and acrylic yarn for that. So she's making a wee cardigan out of the knitting book. Um, I have the same one, I can tell you exactly what it is. Oop! Don't ask yourself. Well, I dropped the book because it's underneath and all this stuff. I'm taking it out like you can see it. <laughs> Listeners, you're in my. In my craft room just now. <laughs> this is the knitting book Yarns, Techniques, Stitches, Pattern, and it's uh, published by DK and it's Frederica Patmore and Vicky Haffendine. And she uses this a lot. Um, she actually lusts after my 
dressmaking complete step to step guide which is also printed by DT and it's by Alison Smith I know Alison Smith up here I don't think it's the same lady she's lovely she does parkrun too <laughs> anyway that is mum's favourite book and she says because we were doing something and she said oh pockets I said this parent doesn't have pockets so she says but your dressmaking book will tell us how to do it Louise and I says just because you want to use it she says I know it's my favourite <laughs> I think I should buy her one but then maybe she wouldn't use it as such when it's at her house and anyway she's got all the reader digests from back in the day that she would get sent to her and I think these are older than me and they all have um, the folders that have the wee, their special folders for the Reader's Digests, how to sew. And they are older than me, but she still looks at them. Um, 70s. <laughs> right, so patterns, where are we? Uh, oh, it doesn't kind of see. It just says it goes through techniques. I thought it would have a pattern easier way of telling me the name of it. It just goes through projects. Anyway, listeners, you carry on. Um, you carry on whilst I maybe have a quick flick through and see. So she's making um, a little cardigan and hats and stuff for um, a baby's Blythesford box. And um, oh, here we are. It's <laughs> imaginatively called a baby's cardigan. It's for a newborn, and you need stocking stitch, garter stitch, and. What do you do? It was quite an interesting one because you do it all in one and then you work from the bottom up the way and then you add the sleeves on each side so you're doing it on the back and then you keep going you work uh, uh, you like de decrease? No, you, you cast off along the back neck and then you make a front neck which is the bit she's stuck at she said, I've made this before and I can't remember what this means. Um, continue increasing at neck edge as set by increase row. Increase on next and following three alternative rows, then on every row for two rows. And I was like, that'll make sense when you get there, Mum. <laughs> I think it's because on one side is the end of the sleeve and it has to be straight. But when you get the neck edge, you only decrease or increase, it would be, every alternative row. And we couldn't work out what at the time. Anyway, she's using an acrylic and it's like quite a bony um, blue. But I don't know which kind of blue to describe it as right now. Um, I went up there with my sentence. So she is doing that and I think she's quite enjoying it because they're quite quick um, knitting projects and she's getting her dopamine through that. So I was just as well, here, here's more. So she, she took out some some stuff and then she left me, uh, or I says, well, that would make quite a nice little scarf for her, a little one, or a toddler or something. And she went, hmm. Now, I've made one of these because I made one for Daisy, I made one for me, I've still got mine. I don't know where Daisy says, but <laughs> this is novelty yarn and yeah, it's a crap. But do you remember there was bobble yarn and it is, it's got straight bits and then it has a bobble. And this, I, I love mine. I know they're not trendy at all, but I, I quite enjoyed it. It was quite a quick knit. So, um, 
it was this was after eyelash yarn which I quite like knitting on that too because you see if you drop and drop things or make too many mistakes you can't see it so um I say she goes how do you do that I says oh it's all right I'll I'll keep it and do it because I'll I'll do it on my break at work um and it won't take very long but I'll know I'm gonna have to look up on YouTube how to do it because there's a specific way that you a cast on and b knit with it because you only knit on the straight bit and she just looked at me and went I'm not interested in that and I went that's oh, all right I'll do it um and also at work I'm crocheting with some cotton that I got in this big box some dishcloths um never have enough dishcloths and it's not exciting it is just a straightforward crochet whilst we talk about what's happened in um, at work and it's something that I need to be able to put down and if I have to go and attend to first aid incidents this frequently happens <laughs> or a uh, mediate it sometimes happens well not really actually they're quite good boomies but it, sometimes things you have to just put them down straight away and walk away so you can't do complicated things um, but so I'm doing that and um, I think I've got enough in that yarn cake to do another one. Oh, woof. Oh, there's Richard back from where he's been. So what I have actually been really enjoying knitting on is my flax jumper. Um, I don't know when the last time I mentioned this was, but I had got totally stuck on it. So I, I ended up taking it completely out and starting again completely. Um and worked it out and I'm now it's a top down raglan and it's by Tin Can Knits I'm using Iona yarn in a teal iron weight and Iona yarn is just the sheep that they sort of gather she come shearing time and it kind of all goes into the pot so it can come start off being quite oh I'm going to stop this bus he's woofing I'll be back in a second, listeners. Buckle's a very woofy dog. Sorry, I hope I wasn't annoying you. Um, so I'm talking about my flax jumper. And it's top-down raglan. And it has a detail of a panel of garter stitch going down the outside of the arms. And when I got to that bit, I knew, and I couldn't work out how I was doing it wrong, that I wasn't getting my increases in the right place. <laughs> so simple. However... When I was doing it the second time, I knew where to put them, but it still didn't quite make proper sense at the start. So I don't know whether I did it right or not, but I've I've done it. And once I kind of got past that, it's just um, marching on, keeping score by marking down what row I'm on. I've got two more rows to go before I separate for the sleeves. So I haven't read ahead to see if I've got to do shaping on the body or not. But I'm hoping that I can march on and then I'll maybe go back and do a bit more of my serene cardigan. Because <laughs> I've got so much wool. And um, I've also got a bag to give off to other people that knit and stuff. Yeah, listeners, he really should get his own podcast. Am I in the middle of something? Yes, I'm recording my podcast. I told you I was going to record my podcast, but... Um, anyway, I'll keep the domestic to myself. 
Right, so I was enjoying that and I I just want to be able to pick up something and work on it. And I think I'm kind of getting back to that. So I have been really enjoying doing it. Um, the, the more I'm knitting with the yarn, the nicer I think the fabric is starting to feel. Um, I know that I own a yarn once it's knitted up and uh, worked and then maybe washed, it is lovely. And it'll be nice and hard wearing and it'll be a good over jumper for under, well I'll need to wear a blouse underneath it for work. Or with jeans when I'm dotting around in the winter. So, um, I think yeah, a pair of socks should be in my... Um, future and I keep thinking about I bought some um, beautiful yarns from your uh, neck or yarns from the plane last episode I noticed I'd made a few mistakes and it's tales from the plane not yarns from the plane podcast and yarns from the plane is her yarn business um and love neck so I had got some of her yarns at the last receipt and I keep thinking oh I want to do something with that it's one of these like keeping it for good and I'm not, it's just I want to make sure that I use it for the right thing. I, I think maybe a pair of socks might be in my horizon. It's just they're yellow. <laughs> well, why not? So um, this will bring me on to uh, something I have that is yellow that, oh, oh my Severine's yellow, what am I talking about? Um, what I did finish uh, was in um, sewing. So my mum had been up and we finished the dress that has the sloth fabric on it and it is, oh what's it called, McCall's, and they've got an imaginative number M76678671, that's the holly dress and it is a lined bodice top and not lined skirt and it's a straight skirt. And then it's supposed to have a concealed set. And last I spoke to you, I'd put the sleeves on and bits and pieces. So we finished that. Uh, Mum took the pattern pieces out. And of course, it just makes sense to do that if you have snipped off the tag bits. For the, um, when you're doing your sleeve, there's wee snips that you put in the side of the pattern piece. And it tells you if it's the front or the back of the pattern. And it would then join to the bodice of the garment. And these two snips, this one goes here and that one goes there. And then in between them you do the gather stitch and use all the pins. But I'd snipped them off when I had done my over overlocking. <laughs> which wasn't very good. So mum took out the pattern piece and figured it out. And it was relatively simple and straightforward. And I've worn it a couple of times to work. Daisy has called all of the um, sloths on it Maeve because I have a, a teddy sloth at work called Dave and he obviously has to have his friends, the sloth. This is kind of one of the reasons that I've got the sloth fabric because I've got Dave the sloth at work. He hangs over my computer and sometimes if I'm doing something that I'm needing a bit of help with I went to Mark some days of leaving and I said I don't want to do it, I have to hold Dave so I had to help Dave 
and then if one of the parents isn't well or ha unhappy for whatever reason Dave comes out or just now their topic is films and how the you know, Disney Pixar films and the we are a rights respecting school for UNICEF and we find or they because I work in the office they find what rights of the child that is in the films so um, it's quite an interesting thing and also we do sustainable goals so we've done Moana and we did um, Zootropolis or Zootopia I can never remember which one's right but in Zootropolis Zootopia there is a sloth in the office and <laughs> it's so excruciating and I was just did you watch this before you gave me Dave the Sloth and she said no I said that's really good because otherwise I could really take offence to that <laughs> but um it's I took Dave through and Dave watched with the kids because the kids like Dave he's so soft so that's one of the reasons that I got sloth fabric that and I like sloths and so does Angela but I don't like them as much as Angela I prefer orangutans I don't have any orangutan fabric yet that will come so the next dress um I thought I need to start using some of the stash I don't have a massive stash of fabric but I do have some that have got and they mostly had patterns to go with them so I had bought some jersey fabric and it's a Kath Kitson type of um design that's on it and I got this from Hobbycraft with the intention of making pajamas for Daisy she didn't want them so um, I decided to make a jersey dress and this is Thread Counts TC2102 Classic Jersey Dress Doesn't it sound like something from the Star Wars Stormtroopers T23620 Come in, why are you not speaking? Well, because I've killed him um, So it's a Kath Kitson type of blue background with pink roses on it and I'm not feared of doing jersey fabric and I was fully expecting to use an overlocker but you don't you do a double seam and um, it doesn't really free so and it's got an elasticated waist and I was like I don't know if it's going to be any good or not and actually wearing it it's lovely and comfortable and it took two afternoons to make it instead of four <laughs> Only take from your mum, so it's basically because there was a lot less sewing in it. There's a front, a back. Um, it doesn't have a zip in it, which I think helps. And then there's two sleeves. So I really enjoyed actually making it, and I really love wearing it. So I foresee a few more of these patterns in my future. I just was thinking I'll maybe get through some of the other fabrics first before I buy some more jersey. Because I've got other fabrics that are looking at me going, hmm. But they're actually quite thick for winter. And I know winter's coming up, but I want to get that done before summer was over. So that was that. Um, now, the next dress that I'm making is a summer dress. And it's by Thread Counts. And it's TC2007. And this is going to be using some cotton fabric and the top is going to be seagulls and the bottom is a matching orange uh, but it's a patterned um, it's kind of like a very small square with white 
lines on it um pattern but it matches the beaks of the seagulls and i bought this in Dunnell mounds of all places and i would have bought all the fabric for the seagulls but there was only just over a meter left on the roll so she gave me that i just charged me a meter which was cool and then i bought i think two meters or three meters of the orange i think it's three but because i'm doing the the bodice and the skirt in different fabric the pattern layout um i was 20 centimeters too short for getting the skirt cut out i was just thinking i'm gonna hit the order another half a meter mom but in the end eh, we worked it out because it's a gathered skirt we're just going to take out some of the gathers at the back and I said, I'm going to be all twirly. I'm going to do twirlies because I can do twirlies with my, my jersey dress. So I'll be able to do twirlies with this. Um, so the top is a lined top. I don't know what it is with lined, but it's summer dresses because it's too warm. But this will do for winter, so it'll be fine. Um, and I was washing the lining yesterday, which I've actually taken off a pair of old curtains because it's synthetic. It's not cotton lining. And it'll do perfectly. Um, and it's the lining's been washed; it's drying just now. The it, it'll need cutting out, and well, then we run out of time, and I need to order a zip. So that's I think about me for the sewing. Um, yeah. So I hope that you are all well. I don't have a hello section because I haven't written anybody else's name down. But Anna, get back in my pocket. <laughs> and my earbuds keep falling out. Oh, I hope you're not hearing me. Plop them back in. I hope everything is good with you. I um, should post some stuff on Instagram. And um, yeah. So I'm hoping that my... Uh, knitting frenzy will carry on I've got to go and do a really exciting <laughs> sealant around the kitchen tiles and counters just now um, and then put my kitchen back together and we did the bathroom we didn't just do the bathroom once we did to do it twice on the fact that it was old sealant and it didn't work the first time this is my life <laughs> boring so listeners, may there be yarn in your future and may there be lots and lots of fun times and knitting and hopefully see people that you haven't seen in a while. My niece came up from uh, down south and my brother kept it a secret to my mum and just appeared at my mum's house and it was delightful. <laughs> she was so happy, started crying. So hopefully you have got something like that going on we haven't seen anybody for a while and we get to see them and it was just as much fun as it was before so listeners i shall end you on one of my millions of music's choice here i think we'll go for this one and keep on rocking
Kalinda there. Take care, Chef.